In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I think... Um, I think uh, Yeats was was greatly exercised by by one Dublin businessman who offered to fund the National Gallery if it could be proved that the Irish people wanted pictures. I do see his point. I'm sorry. I know some of you get people used to get very fed up with Yeats. He could be very pretentious and silly. He was a genius, but even a genius can be a noggins. I think the arts are crucial. Let's say nowadays the church were to find itself in possession of millions of euro. What should it be doing? I would say that we should, we should be spending money on the fine arts. I would regard the abandonment of culture, the abandonment of the intellectual, uh, or the near abandonment of the same as being one of the most disastrous miscalculations of the many we have made in modern times. I can't help noticing, for instance, that if you watch um, Pasolini's um, The Gospel According to Matthew, one of the things you notice at the beginning of it is the winner of the Catholic uh, gold medal, the Pope's Prize for film. I mean, where has all that gone? Shouldn't the Cardinal Archbishop of Armagh, and I'm not saying that to get at my classmate, who's a very fine man, but shouldn't the Cardinal Archbishop of, of Armagh be in a position to give a gold medal every year for, for film, for art, for music? Now, I know stuff is being done, but... I mean, shouldn't we be probably doing more than that. Benedict XVI was worn out reminding us that people are won to God by beauty. It is beauty which speaks to them of God. And that's not to say that we try to get around people with beauty. The kind of beauty I'm talking about is not meant to simply persuade you of the Catholic faith. It's, it's to talk about God. Good beauty is God speaking to us. If it's true beauty. I, I really feel strongly about this. The theatre, above all film, I think especially film, which is perhaps the great art form of the modern world. Like, we need to be in there. Now, I know we are in bits and pieces, but I can't help feeling that there was probably more being done 50 years ago. The late John Charles McQuaid had the foresight to back Ryark. I'm not getting at the bishops. The bishops are always getting a knife put in their backs. More to the point, they're getting a knife putting in, put in from the front. Um, I, I really do think that this is urgent. And I know how silly I'm going to sound when I say it's urgent. Because the arts, it's always difficult to justify putting money into the arts when times are bad. The late Charles Hawhey, much criticised, uh, signally gave tax breaks to artists. Uh, I agree with that. I agree with special treatment for the arts. I think the Irish state is wonderful to be continuing doing that. I'm sorry to hear it criticised. 
I, I agree with that. I think exceptionally gifted artists should be treated by us as if they were national treasures, which they are. And they should get breaks. Because I think we need more beauty. We need beauty in our lives. And we need to be educated in beauty. And we need these gifted people to do this for us. And I think that it's absolutely crucial that that is done in the church. A very clever and reflective priest, I remember, said in, in my company, it's about, I would say, it's nearly 30 years ago. It was after dinner in Rome and we were walking home. And they were talking about what had, what had been done to a particular Irish church. Some very beautiful things had been destroyed in the modernization of a, of a rather beautiful Irish church. And he commented, you mark my words. He said, those who do that to beautiful things will do it to people. And that was before all the scandals came out. Well, he may have been prescient. I think there's a streak of of boorishness in Irish Catholicism which is verging on the psychotic and I think we need to be aware of it and name it we may be past it but I'm not sure we entirely are what should we be concerning ourselves with with the church as banjaxed as it is in this time when it is so crucial to talk to this modern world we should be thinking of beauty we should be telling each other stories we should be telling each other stories on canvas, in film, in verse, in poetry, in theatre. We should be doing beautiful work for God. We should be restoring our beautiful churches and burning down our ugly ones and apologising to the Lord. That's what we should be doing. Now, I under the Americans are well ahead of us in this. My understanding is that in America, some very astute architects and artists are making a fortune out of a, a whole move in America to re-beautify their churches after a whole load of minimalist and really quite ugly architecture from the 70s and 80s. And I think that's very encouraging. But I would, I would just make a, I would make a plea for it in our present situation. We need to claim the left bank back. The left bank is ours, my friends. We founded most of the great universities of Europe. We have made a tremendous contribution to the origins of its intellectuality. We need theologians. I, I, don't, know what the, I don't know what this is, theologians getting up in a heap because because the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith gives them a wallop. Are ye men at all? I remember an old priest saying, you know, he said, in my time, he said a theologian didn't feel, didn't feel they had it made until the Holy Office sent them a warning. Then you were serious, because they'd noticed you. We need to be talking boldly about the Lord. We need, we, we need to be t finding new ways of saying the same ancient truths and celebrating our faith. Now, one of the great things about where we're going, and where we're going, my friends, is straight into the ghetto. Don't be under any illusion about that. Okay? That's where we're headed. 
Not forever. For a while. Until we get our breath. Collectively. One of the great things about the ghetto, as the Jews can tell you, partly, and partly we put them there. Let's not forget that, because we have a debt there, okay? One of the great things about the ghetto is that the ghetto creates a ferment and it can produce a lot of creativity. I don't want the new Irish church, which will be small. It will be small and intense, I predict. It already is. That's already beginning. Intense, warm, together. I don't want it to become incestuous. I don't want it to become sterile. I want it to be a place of ferment. I want it to be a place of intellectuality. I'm not a great intellectual, but I love listening to intellectuals. These, these brilliant people are for us all. They, they belong to us all. We should, we should enjoy their thoughts. And we should develop in our own education a critical faculty so that we can receive those thoughts. The left bank belongs to us. We belong there. We should be there. We've let ourselves be hounded out of it and we partly deserve to be put out of it by our own boorish lack of interest in the, in the intellectual side of the faith. We are the most intellectual religion in the history of the world. We're absolutely crazy if we sell that short. And it is a particular shortcoming of the faith in Ireland. I would argue that to you. What should we be doing as we go ahead? After beautiful churches, what we need are cafes. What we need are nice, quiet pubs where we can sit and talk music, culture, film, theatre. I'm not being pretentious. We need this like we need food and drink. It's good for us. Let's celebrate our faith. Let's live it dramatically, musically, intellectually as we move ahead. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.